Listener Production. Why are investors still in wait-and-see mode? And find out how luxury online retailer Setire managed to lift 12% today. Good afternoon. I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Thursday, the 10th of August. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Good afternoon, Laura. Good afternoon, Stevie. The winning streak remains intact. I was going to say, third day of gains, <laughs> even though we lifted only two points on Tuesday, I was still going to count it. I'm surprised you you counted it as well. Look, it's green. Um, you're starting to <laughs> rub off on me at the moment. And look, let's go with three straight days of gains. We're up roughly close to half a percent this week, but it is clear that the market is still in wait and see mode at the moment. And we'll get to that in a sec. Yeah, there was definitely quite a degree of caution in our markets, but we did lift over the afternoon, which meant our market lifted by 19 points or a quarter of 1% to 7,357 points by the end of the session. So yes, we gained once again, which was really good news. And of course, it follows last week's declines when our market was down 1.1%. We hit a two-week low, but I think markets have been getting a bit nervous the closer they get to these all-time highs, which reminder, we got about 2% away from a record last week. It's been a bit more challenging this week. Uh, Of course, we've got updates on inflation tonight in the US. That's one of the reasons why markets are just kind of waiting to see what happens here, because this is going to make a difference to potentially how US and global markets do in the next couple of sessions and how our market potentially finishes the week as well. Really, we've been waiting all week for this data. Markets have been cautious overseas and here in Australia as well all week just waiting for these figures to come out. So it'll be really nice to see them come out, but maybe not. Who knows what's going to come out of them? Maybe not. Maybe it's like, you know, when you're waiting for a new movie to be released and then you go watch it and it's not as good as you think. It's a disappointment. It's the anticipation, isn't it? It it is the anticipation. um, It's always fun. That's always the funnest part of everything. It is true. In, In terms of sector performance, we only saw three of the sectors declining, though, which was good news. We saw three of the four major banks retreating from their strong performance yesterday. Of course, CBA released its earnings results yesterday, and that sent the other banks soaring as well. Tech stocks, though, were the biggest drag today following a decline of the US tech stocks overnight. And these losses, though, were offset by pretty strong gains in the energy sector after a lift in oil prices. Yeah, so the oil price up about 1.8% last night. It was up 1.2% a day earlier. So we've had a couple of days of strong um, improvements. We've seen some losses here and there in the last week or so, but still, oil prices are still up near the highest levels in about three months. And there's been growing evidence of supply shortages perhaps uh, being maintained for the next uh, couple of months, even though there are risks of you know a slowdown in the Chinese economy, for example. Exactly right. So let's move on to inter- individual stocks today. What caught your eye? Rio Tinto was in focus today. It actually fell by close to 3% and good reason for this. It's the third largest miner, of course, in Australia and it traded ex-dividend, which is the key date that determines who's going to get paid a div. So it fell about $3.20 today uh, and the dividend's $2.60. So it fell more than the div, would have had a bad day regardless. Um, This is going to be more of a thing in the coming weeks because the reporting season really starts to ramp up next week and really for the next fortnight. So that means there's going to be more and more companies that are paying divs that are trading ex-dividend. It's quite normal to see share prices fall on those days. So it's just something to be mindful of. And they'll pay that dividend to eligible shareholders on the 21st of September, a day before my birthday. How exciting. I don't have Rio shares though, so... Okay. It's if anyone's not like... got gifts, please send them through to Laura. 
Lake Resources was another one on my radar today, or probably on, on everyone's radar, given that it lifted around 27% and it was the best performer on the ASX 200 today. Basically, it provided an update on its flagship mine. The update was in the form of a presentation pack for an industry event in Argentina called the International Conference on Lithium. Keep in mind, though, its shares fell 18.6% on Monday after responding to an ASX query regarding its previous operational update, which was released on the 19th of June, if you want to go back and read that. They fell more on Wednesday, so really, they've only just basically caught up. Yeah, they're bouncing off those lows. And it's interesting because the presentation, I believe, is tomorrow in Argentina Mm. and the stock has jumped 27% ahead of it anyway. So we'll see what happens in the next um, 24 hours. It could be interesting. Um, Outside of that, we had Boral coming out with some profit results. This is the building materials company, one of the largest in Australia, 8.5% higher. It said that its revenues have jumped 7% over the year. Profits, underlying profits, these are profits not including things like the sale of parts of its business, which it's gone through recently, came in at $231.5 million. And it reckons that things could get even better over the current year to as much as $300 million. So the backdrop in construction is important. We've had 12 rate hikes. Things have been much tougher as far as building and construction goes and costs have been on the way up. But still, markets responded very well to this result today. We also had Setire, which is an online retailer that sells luxury goods globally. So brands like Balenciaga, Fenty, Gucci, Dior, any of these spark your interest? Yes, we. <laughs> we uh, we had a bit of a, a discussion in the team about the how to pronounce the pronunciation Setire. We've of this, heard yes. Setire. We've heard Setire. Setire. So if you know the correct pronunciation, you might Mm. um, be very familiar with the company. Please Mm -hmm. perhaps leave us a a comment. But based on what we've researched around on the internet, I'm hearing everyone say satire. So that's what I'm sticking with. Anyway, so it sells all those big designer names. They posted four-year results today, posted some pretty attractive figures. So its sales revenue nearly doubled from the prior year, up 98% to $416 It swung to profitability on the back of those higher sales, making $16 million in profit from a loss of $19 million. And it saw a boost in active customers as well. So these results were really driven by new customer acquisitions and also a growth in repeat customers. In fact, more than half of its revenue came from repeat customers, 58% if you want to get into the the details there. And Setire also said they've been seeing positive trading momentum continue into the new financial year. So we saw its shares jump 12% today, the best they've done since around mid-May, but its shares were up much more earlier in the session, north of 20% over the year so far, up roughly 150%. Wow. And this is interesting as well, right? Because it's at a time when many other retailers are warning that demand's slowing down, sales are slowing, but people are still getting in there and buying luxury items I know. Off the top of my head, I'm thinking the average order size was like 760-something dollars. Well, it is is designer stuff anyway. Mm, That's true. Yeah, it's expensive. It's like one hanky or something, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, probably. Like half a scarf. (laughs) Yeah, exactly right. Um, Downer was also in focus um, today, 6.5% lower. The engineering group posted an annual loss of about $386 million. Interesting because it already flagged this last week, that exact loss of $386 million. And it said that it's partly due to a write down of a business it bought over the last six years called Spotless Group, which is in catering and services. Still, the share price took quite a hit despite that being very well telegraphed. 
I'm surprised you didn't say your very good joke. Downer was a downer Downer today. was a downer. Oh, you know. <laughs> it's an occasional joke. You can't say it every podcast. <laughs> Shares in AGL didn't do so great either today after posting a loss over the year, but this was largely due to an impairment that they'd already announced to the market, which probably helped that the market already knew about it. It was a write-down from accelerating the closure of its power stations. So in the 2023 financial year, it recorded a net loss of $1.26 billion compared with a profit of $860 million in the previous year. But looking at underlying profit, which strips out these one-off items, it was up 25% to $281 million, which was within its guidance range. It also declared a bigger dividend as well, $0.23 cents per share compared with $0.10 cents the year earlier. It reaffirmed its guidance for next year. So its shares still fell 3% today. Let's look forward to tonight, the Let's, big one. This the is the one. fun one, isn't it? Inflation in the US, 10.30 p.m. Sydney time. Can't wait. That's an hour ahead of the US share market starting to trade. So that you know they've got all night basically to respond to this. Simply put, the bigger the number is, the worse it's likely to be for markets everywhere, including in Australia, especially if there's a surprisingly hot number because it could show that inflation is still hot and they might need to keep raising interest rates. So that's going to continue to be a big talking point. One of the numbers to watch, the annual headline rate is expected to lift from 3 to 3.2%. So we'll see if that happens. And headline basically includes pretty much everything and doesn't strip out things that move around a lot month to month like food and energy. Exactly right. And this is going to be a really important driver of that interest rate decision mm-hmm. as you alluded to. So, of course, just a couple of weeks ago, the Federal Reserve in their July meeting lifted rates by 25 basis points. And they said, looking ahead, it's all going to be based on what comes out of the data. Mm -hmm. So these are the sorts of data points that they're looking at very closely, and it could really, really impact the next decision, which will happen in September. And tomorrow here in Australia, probably one of the things to be mindful of is the Reserve Bank. It's basically holding a testimony or testifying, and this will be in Canberra. So Mm -hmm. always interesting. It's at 9.30 a.m., so it's ahead of the Aussie share market opening. So if there are surprises there, that could uh, be important for how our market trades. Exactly. We'll also get some more earnings results, of course. The biggest one will probably be Newcrest Mining. We'll also have Newcorp, Baby Bunting. Yeah, Baby Bunting. Um, If you're into buying things for babies. I mean, Mainly. you'd be into it probably if you have a baby if you or maybe child, if yes. you know someone who has one, yeah, yeah then you'd be unusual. into it. Yeah. Yeah. Probably Otherwise, not if you don't. If you don't, no, that's <laughs> then it's not a bit good. Weird. Yes. Um, REA Group is <laughs> yes. another. This is the group behind realestate.com.au. So it will be out with its results as well. But as we said, next week is really when things start to, to ramp up with way more companies coming out with their numbers. It's about to get really hot in here. It is. About to get real. And on <laughs> that wait. note, please tune in and listen to our friends and colleagues, Tom Trofsky and Ryan Felsman, tomorrow morning for the morning podcast. Bye, guys. This podcast is prepared, approved, and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting, and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.